Man, Bethesda may as well have just come out and shit on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're still living in the shadow of uh, of Bethesda's lack of anything. I, I wish. Oh, I know who it was. It was um, a YouTuber named Jerma had a tweet that said. I think everyone at Bethesda has been dead for five years and the janitor just keeps re-releasing Skyrim. Guys, guys, how do we, guys, how do we know that Todd Howard wasn't just the janitor at Bethesda? Like, did he just come out and know? We, I didn't know who he was before Skyrim. What if he just, you know, poisoned everyone at Bethesda and then took over and said, I'm a game developer now. Well, it happened with Mario. No, I like I like to him? think yeah. I like to think and think that it's scruffy. <laughs> It'd be better if it was scruffy. I'm scruffy. I'm the game developer. So, what game are we putting out this year? Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even they didn't even accentuate the thing that was cool, which is like, hey guys, portable Skyrim. Hmm. That's the they didn't they didn't yeah. even stress that <laughs> guys sky it'll be better they're just like guys listen it's skyrim again but now there are turkey vultures <laughs> today i saw a child with a nintendo switch and i was a little alarmed because oh my god the thing is going to get broken because the kid in question is a kid that breaks things <laughs> of course maybe it um, wasn't his <laughs> oh. No, no, literally this kid uh, a few days ago was pounding on a table and dislocated his arm. What? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. So, uh welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We're all living in the shadow uh the the well not in the shadow. The 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 Jeff wall has fallen. We're past <laughs> that. We're ready to move on to greener pastures. The walls of Jeffico. <laughs> we we walked around there and, for days. You know you're Judas, and I'm your priest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm David. That's Dead Palette. There's Alan. There's Slime Beast. Gang's all here. Someone's missing. I don't know. Maybe. I lo- I like that we made a uh, reference to Chris Jer, and now people are going to think that every time we were bleeping that out, we were talking about Chris Jer. But no, we were not. No, clearly. No, we were actually talking about Chris Benoit. <laughs> Chris Benoit should, was who we were talking about. You should Chris blank Benoit. out Jerry. You should blank out Jerry and leave Benoit in. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case, you, you figure out how to edit this, David. But I'll throw these in. You guys are always throwing all these editing Wait. things at me now. I'm good with it. Hold on. It's my strength. Stevie. Stevie Richards. There we go. There we okay. go. There we go. The meme that wouldn't die. Oh, um, it's not. It's not my fault. But it's. I. I, I just keep bringing it up because he's see great. The, uh, see the meme. I the rest. The one res- wrestling thing that you guys brought in that really cracked me up. That I wish you would keep with references. Was Dusty Rhodes being like a ghost? No, Dusty. It's Laparka. <laughs> well, yeah, I could that's... talk about. I could talk about Dusty Rhodes forever, but. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that David said it was a meme that'll never die? I'll never <laughs> die. I am a freak. Hello, I'm here. I'm living in the wall. Uh, Alan, did that's you have a, something that's a deep that you... cut lemon demon reference? Anyway, yep. 
Alan, did you have something that you wanted to read? Oh, uh, shit, I closed out of it. Hang on. <laughs> it's right here. Uh, uh, that's porn. Um... <laughs> Also, uh, while while we're here during the preamble, I want to mention this. Here, is... Here's the link. Wedge between two po- two porn links that Brandon posted. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got the link right here. <laughs> like Gen- Generific was was posting about silly girl on Twitter, and so I had to like should post a bunch of silly girl into the chat. Yeah, um, I'll let I'll let you kids look that one up if you want to find it. Um, Links in the description. <laughs> yeah, kids. <laughs> Which I mentioned only so you babies out there. No, I, I can't shamelessly riff off the Bim Bam again. Uh, this is going to be a short and shivery episode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that that's out of the way. Okay, uh, you found um, it. I'll be- I'll start with the shortest and shiveriest of all these. Okay. Uh, my fa- my f- current favorite creepy pasta. Uh, this Craigslist ad <laughs> um, in Kansas City. Uh, that, as far as I can tell, is legit. Kidney needed. Be positive or O. I'm in all, all caps. By the way, this is in all caps. I'm in need of kidney. If you would like to help, please let me know. I know it's a tall request. It is against the law to pay for a kidney, so for the persons that have been asking, I cannot do that. <laughs> please call if serious. I am B positive, or I can do O. Thanks in advance. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, and now, I, now it's time for me to read my creepypasta from the Kansas City craigslist.org busty redhead try the hot wife scenario woman (laughs) for man and woman married 35 I'm seeking a couple for me to come in be a hot wife for the night or hot wives love to play my pick is real I'm staying downtown country club plaza area improper ellipses I like that it just says improper ellipses spelled out. <laughs> improper ellipses is not a euphemism for anything. Ooh. Or maybe it is. Said, if you're into party eyes. and play, if you're into party and play, and maybe a little improper ellipses. <laughs> uh, oh, would man, you like you to should... improper her ellipses? Whew, you usually if have you to enjoy improper ellipses and unfinished sentences, <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> All right. Oh no, I picked the wrong one. I found another one entitled "Must Love Harry Beavers." <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me the picture is it was of an actual beaver. Uh, sadly, not. Aww. It it is. A picture of what appears to be a man with a vagina. Uh huh. Oh, it's old Hope Greg. To smell you soon. It says at the end. So old Greg. Oh boy, oh. boy. Um. 
someone please validate me out there? Please validate me with my own. Nobody do it. No one no one validate him. <laughs> what you doing in my waters? Don't lie to me, boy. Don't even don't even validate his fucking parking. So I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of the episode. These guys can take care of it. Okay. So I'm not on Craigslist. I'm I'm looking at stock photography of female butlers. <laughs> so <laughs> So what? that's the thing that you're into. <laughs> I I may or may not be making pixel art of a female butler, but you'll just have to you'll have to butler You'll just have to... But, uh, damn. Remember. I will be saved by my puns. Remember. Dogs are for life, and not just for Christmas is the story we're reading. That's our first story we're reading. This is uh, from the... Uh, what is the name of this Tumblr? 15 Hours? Uh, 15 somebody hours. just messaged me on Skype, so I switched over to Skype and clicked Dead Palette's porn link again. <laughs> like, fucking shit. <laughs> What's You're welcome. this? Oh, fuck. But yeah. So we're uh, reading a story. From a blog called 15hourcreepystories.tumblr.com. This is a, this is the only good Tumblr in existence, apart from our respective Tumblrs. Uh, it really is. We'll make sure to give credit to the author at the end of this. Uh, this person, uh, you, you submit creepy stories to them, and they publish them, and oftentimes people will... Uh, say, I don't get this story, can you please explain it? And the person who runs the Tumblr will take their time to kind of, like, break down a story if it's too complex. Um, should I, should I, for the sake of clarity, there's a mission statement, there's an about statement over here on the right, which I think people might want to know. Go for it, yeah. All right. Hello, all. I sometimes write my own horror short stories or post them. You, re I post them, you read them. Rinse and repeat. P.S. Original stories would only be posted once in a while, depending on my school workload. Posts would usually be posted at 12 midnight or after that, Singapore time. Types of posts. Original stories by me, creepypastas by others, creepypasta picture stories, submissions, two-sentence horror stories, other general horror-related stuff. Spread the word. No, smile dog. But yes, 15 <laughs> hours. Yeah, these, this, is a good, this is a good Tumblr. I like, I like this. <coughs> But yeah, uh, shall right. we de delve into this? Because I like the title. Yeah. Um, Remember, dogs are for life, and not just for Christmas. The line stretched the whole side of the building. A few stragglers at the end began to queue around the corner. It's nearly all men. Homeless, hungry, and waiting in silence for a bowl of watery soup. Snow begins to fall. Confetti for the dreary parade of the downtrodden as they shuffle along in single file one by one they receive their piece of paper uh, their piece of paper <laughs> i owe you one soup but yeah their paper bowl before drifting back into the darkness of the night a thought keeps running through my head rather him than me mm. uh the, the dogs bark in their kennels behind me a crescendo of noise that makes me wince. Every night it's the same. One starts and the rest follow, each straining to be louder than their neighbor. I swing a wild boot in an empty cage. A thunderous metallic rattling fills the room, but only succeeds in attaining a temporary silence. A shrill, desperate command escapes my throat, but it's no use. Soon they're back at it, 
even louder than before, I think. Hmm. <clears throat> I hate this job. Working in this kennel and listening to stray dogs yelp through the night. I would consider myself a dog person, but these mutts, these fucking mutts never stop. I know it's not their fault. It's in their nature. But I think I hate them for it. A daydream about walking out of this place for the last time. Throwing my apron and gloves on the floor. Unlocking the cages and then escaping into the night with the dogs. Then I look out the window and the unavoidable sight of that soup kitchen and the lost souls that frequent it, and I know I can't leave here. Hmm. It gives me a very always sunny in Philadelphia vibe. <laughs> like, it's it's very bleak, has this bleak image. It shows him looking out the window, and then all of a sudden, man, I'm never going to get out of here. Cue the hmm. uh, sunny music and the black... Uh, you know, black background, white text. This guy gets out of here with a bunch of dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was picturing. I was picturing Charlie lets the dogs out. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, I know I can never let the dogs out. You Charlie think I'm going to do that? No. We discussed who we would be from Always Sunny, and it came up that I was Charlie because I'm illiterate and an artist. <laughs> yes. But the problem is I he grosses me out so much <laughs> with the stuff that he eats. Like, the cheese lollipop is, like, oh. horrifying. <laughs> and we, I think we agreed that David and Kayla were Dennis and Dee. Which is horrifying <laughs> to me. Like, can, 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 can I... Can I not just, be related to Kayla, please? No. Just, just the also, concept. Also, I, I just wanted to point out that you made Dead Palette Charlie before realizing that I I kind of live in garbage. <laughs> uh, no, but like the, the concept of David using the dinner system is just so ridiculous. Well, you know, to be to be uh, fair, I've I've I, I there I've picked up a couple of Dennis's quotes that I've actually used on occasion, like put, like actually going around going savages, idiots, idiots. No, but the concept of David as like a sleazy pickup artist is just amazing. <laughs> when we get on the Tower of Terror, you know, there's the implication. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we're all horrible people in our own ways, so that's good. Did did you see? I don't want to derail us too much, but did you see my uh, thing matching up the Always Sunny cast with serial killers? No, this sounds. Uh, you started. You actually started to talk about it, and I was thinking about it uh, a little bit after. Uh, I was thinking about uh, how quick D is to turn on everyone, mm. like uh, when the McPoyles, uh, uh, when she had Stockholm syndrome and like joined the McPoyles. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think D might be Squeaky From. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Or uh, what's her name? Oh, shit. Patty Hurst? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but for anybody out there listening, um, the way I assigned it was uh, D as Eileen Wernos, <laughs> uh, Dennis as Ted Bundy, mm -hmm. uh, Frank as the BTK killer, Charlie <laughs> as Son of Sam, and Mac as uh, John Wayne Gacy. Because he, he, he gains a lot of weight, and his name is Ronald McDonald, for fuck's sake. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I can totally see it. Totally works. 
He's he's a clown for fuck's sake. Uh-huh, but yeah, anyway. Uh-huh. So is it my turn or what? Do, I don't know what order it's we're going turn. in here. Uh, okay. we've, we've all read so far. Okay, good, good. I hear a grumbling outside. The women who run the kitchen are shaking their heads, sorrowful, sorrowful shrugs of their shoulders. The food has run out for tonight, and the men begin to crowd the window. The roller shut- shutters come down heavily, an abrupt end to tonight's charity. The lights are soon out, and all that remains are a dozen hungry men and a trail of footsteps on the blanketed white pavements. So, so how do we feel? Closed, do we feel? And there wasn't enough food. How do we feel about the uh, writing style? Because it, it feels pretty striking to me. I like yeah. it. It's, it's very yeah. tight writing. You know, it's it's tight. It's, it's poignant. It gets the point across in a few words. Right. It feels and it's like not like you know you had to see it. It was crazy. You know, just like. <laughs> you know, gets the point across and just is like very kind of bloodless. You know, so far, which I like. Yeah, it, it 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 uh person the writing itself personifies the situation. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't need it to be spelled out for you. Just the way the writing is very terse. Yeah, th- there's there's that style of like noir writing where everything is like so overly dramatic. I really like it when people write in that style, but like toned down to the way humans actually write. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's it's not verbose, it is colorful, if that makes any sense. Right. It's, like, it's this, very this is, this is a colorful way to paint a very bleak, very gray, uh, cold setting. Yeah. This breaking glass separates me from them, but deep down, I know the only real divider is luck. Luck that fell into this job when I was at my lowest. I wasn't far away from being out there in the cold, celebrating Christmas in the brilliant white abyss. The lights flicker as the noises the noise grows louder, and I'm sat with my hand head in my hands, and sweat rolls over the tips of my fingers as I grip and I grip my hair. Wait, and I grip my hair in two tufts, and I'm tugging on it in frustration as my shrill screaming feebly combats the horde of sounds that surround me. Wow, that escalated quickly. Yeah, I I, I take back what I said about it being tight <laughs> writing. <laughs> just just that for that, very, just for that paragraph. That was very stream of consciousness right there, and I was just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, it's it's a momentary revocation. That's it. Right. Is this Alan? Now? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. A plump mongol growl at me. <laughs> oh god! Just a, just after I bring up, like, man, I really like the writing stuff. Fuck, <laughs> <my life. laughs> Fuck my life! Fuck my life! A plump mongol growl at me. He do be a frighten. A plump mongrel growl at me. Anger in its eyes to match the anger in my own. It yelps and I shout. It bites at the metal bars and I slam my fist on the counter. A serrated blade makes a metallic rumble inches from my hand. And it glints an idea. I pick it up by its wooden handle. The dog keeps barking, but not for much longer. Hmm. So he's killing dogs. No, I think he's I think he's standing up. Uh, and he's been standing up all day, and so now he's going to sit down and take off his shoes because his dog's <sighs> barking. God damn it! Ah, <laughs> oh. all right. When I open the door, 
There's only one man left, desperately rattling the shutters of the soup kitchen. He hears me open the door, maybe even feels the warmth that flows from behind me. Food? I call out. My boss's warning run through my head. Too many dogs, not enough resources. We can't afford this, we can't afford that. The way he laid his hand on my shoulder, the sincerity of his suggestion of taking a wage cut, coupled by the realization that it wasn't much of a suggestion at all. All right, so here's what's about to happen. Mm. We're either going to feed dogs to homeless people, or we're going to feed homeless people to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, only one of those is a news story, my friend. Yeah. Man bites dog. <laughs> <laughs> Either we're going to feed dogs to homeless people, we're going to feed homeless people to dogs, or we're going to take off our shoes. Because, <laughs> man. Uh, food or for going to, Or okay, we're so... going to turn dogs into shoes. Uh... Or we're going to turn homeless people into shoes. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh... we're going to turn homeless people into dogs. <laughs> <laughs> The mongrel starts barking. Is that me? Yeah. The mongrel stops barking as I approach. Back up. Oh, man. Fucking shit. (laughs) I'm going off the rails on the crazy train. Hexalites are made of people. (laughs) The mongrel stops barking as I approach. Backing up to the rear of his cage. It can't see what's in my hand. Its eyes grow wider with every one of my measured step, and its paws fight desperately against the floor of its cage to push backwards. Mm-hmm. Its whimpers are soon replaced with exited yelps as I open the cage <laughs> and place the paper bowl inside. It soon forgets its fear and wolfs hungrily into another meal. Mm-hmm. So it's homeless people to dogs. Yep. Finally. So- finally, silence. Oh, God. So the dogs can gain the powers of the homeless people. <laughs> got it, got it, got a quarter. <laughs> um, finally, silence. All the dogs are either eating or are sufficiently fed, satisfied with having received an appropriate amount of food. An empty paper bowl soon sits before each dog. I burn the rancid old clothes and anything which can't be eaten in the incinerator, but not before checking the pocket for any ID. I find an expired driver's li- driving license. Hmm? Driving license as opposed to a driver's license. Hmm. Um, the poor bastard was only six months older than I am. I scribbled David on a piece <laughs> of white paper and uh, cello tape to it and cello-taped it to the top of the mongrel's cage. David barks excitedly as I approach, but soon retreats when he realizes I bear no food. David the dog. Hashtag David the dog. Bark, bark. Uh, so, David, Mark, David, Mark, Paul, Sean, Miguel, Jason, Walter, Charles, John, Ringo, George, <laughs> Dr. Matthew. Scott. <laughs> Rocky! <laughs> Chief McLeod! And Matthew are soon <laughs> sleeping, among with a nameless dozen. 
You know, I know this is now. I understand that this has got to be set in the UK because they use sellotape. Ah, okay. This blissful quiet is the best time of the day, but I know that the barking will start again. The hungry baying for meat as the measly cut price rations fail to satisfy once more. I'll find myself at the door once more, pointing to another lost soul with a smile on my face, yelling, Food? And this is what happens when Brexit really kicks in, you guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, everybody, make sure to like the story if you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and follow them regardless, because this is a great repository for stories. Links in yeah. the description. And credit, where credit is due, credit to Pross. Four zero seven four five. And so now, I know that this is kind of something I've said before, but very kind of like an Ashcan story. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Well, um, it it doesn't stray into anything supernatural for one. Is it believable? Right. Yeah, actually, fairly. I'd say, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, the question is, guys, faced with this dilemma, what do you do? Do you feed homeless people to dogs, or do you feed dogs to homeless people? Which direction do you go? Oh. Why choose one? <laughs> Maybe, okay. I think it depends on the homeless people and depends on the dog. You like a dog better than a homeless person? You feed him that homeless person. But you like a... You like a homeless person better than that dog? Well, then you feed him that dog. You no, get the I best think... of both worlds. Everything, every conversation we have sounds like a Rick and Morty, like, television show. <laughs> like, you know, you like dogs better than homeless people? We'll feed homeless people to a dog. You like dogs, you like homeless people better than dogs? We'll feed a dog to a homeless person. Come Real on, fake homeless crazy. people. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, this entire show is, is basically a Rick and Morty sketch because it's just completely off the top of our fucking heads mm. most of the time. Oh man! Apparently they were they were heavily considered considering actually making "Stay Out of My Personal Space" an actual show <laughs> <laughs> as just like a DVD extra or some shit, <laughs> where he just keeps going. He's just like, I was just going to go in the room and just keep doing it for like two hours, and then we just animate it repetitively. That was seven. That loses, the be- personal space. Okay. that loses the best part of that, though, which is the guy in the background watching it who keeps doing the arm motion with him. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> um, I like that they named the dogs after the homeless people that they killed. Right. Yeah, that's a cool touch. But have you noticed something about the homeless epidemic in the UK, apparently, because we're in the UK? David, Mark, Paul, Sean, Miguel, Jason, Walter, Charles, and Matthew. Zero women. Uh, well, that's true. Uh, it's the sad state of 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 homeless men I'm out sorry, on the streets. Did, did you just assume the gender of a hypothetical homeless person turned into dog food? <laughs> I suppose I did. My my goodness. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, so aside from the few flaws, I'd say pretty pretty solid story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I don't really have any complaints with that one. That was a good pick. All right. Uh, so mine is mine is really short. So I don't know if that's good or not. No, nah, that's a good thing. Oh, okay. oh. Burr? I've read this one. 
Well, fucking shut up about it then. Shut, I won't you, say anything. Shut up. I won't say shut anything. Up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Fucking kayfabe. Yeah, you do know that we call this show short and shivery, right? Yes, but I, I don't know how short. I don't know how shivery. Well, that one... It doesn't matter how short it is, it just matters how shivery it is. Oh, it's not the size, it's the shiver. Okay, I got mm-hmm. it. It's, it's not the not the size, it's how you vibrate. <laughs> it's not, That's true. That's true. It's not the size of the story, it's the shiver of... Yep. <laughs> the liver? My girlfriend has a TV for a head. We should say this is fractal war, but yes, go ahead. Yeah, fractal, fractal war. war. My girlfriend has a TV for a head. I never really thought much of it, though. Her parents are pretty big on bod modding, after all. I couldn't tell which one was her father and which one was her mother when she first introduced me to them. Sure, they say modding doesn't affect the ga- ga- the gametes? Gam- gametes? Gametes. Okay, but hey. Shlemiel. The world's The world's a pretty weird place when you think about it. However, I've got to admit, having a fully functional machine for a head is a little odd. Already we're in some weird fiction territory, but I like yeah. it. I think it's pronounced Game Tess. <laughs> game Tess. We are, we are just say, post-E3, so why not? They say being a game tester doesn't affect your sanity. <laughs> Sometimes people stare at us. But they Can usually I just, just say... Oh, sorry. I just wanted to add, but try playing Skyrim. For ten years straight. <laughs> this is Sorry. far in the future, and they're still re-releasing Skyrim. <laughs> and it's Skyrim ha- on your girlfriend's head. <laughs> and it still still has the ridiculous bug where like the horse flies off into space. <laughs> I have to say that like I, I was when I first played Skyrim, I was awake for like seventeen hours playing it, mm. and I just walked into a town. And all of a sudden, a horse flew overhead, and there was a guy sitting on the horse with his arms, like, outstretched in T position. (laughs) (laughs) And I just sat sat there looking at it like, it's actually kind of (laughs) beautiful. Majestic Uh, in its own way, but yes. That's the best thing about Bethesda games, just the weird janky shit that happens that lets lets you tell memorable stories later. Like that. so now that I thoroughly interrupted Alan in the middle of a sentence, sometimes people stare at us, but they usually just let their eyes sink back into place and go about their day. And if they don't, Jess just flips through her channels and gives them something to really stare at. <laughs> <laughs> One night, while making love to Jess, I was fondling her buttons. I'm not sure what it is, but something about someone else flipping through her channels gets her incredibly hot. I usually don't look for anything in particular, however, in particular. However, this night was different. I kept flipping until I reached what was once one of her static channels. I found what I was looking for. Jess was, understandably, taken aback. What's that? She gasped. She took a moment to view her screen. I don't don't ask. I don't know either. <laughs> It's so us. She, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so she has a television for a head, and she can view her own screen. This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. Hmm. It's us, I said, pointing to the rather discreet camera I had installed last night. Look, there's a camera up in here, and it's going to leave with me when I do. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Or is it Jeez. there's a camel up a hill? Uh, <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. It just sort of came to me. What do you think? I I think I'll have to sleep on it. She flipped to a static channel. The droning fizz was all that I could uh, hear, was all that could be heard during that awkward pause. Good night, she said flatly while curling under the blankets. She left the static on. I laid there wide awake, staring at the ceiling, at the camera, letting the white noise fill the room. If she doesn't like it, I'm taking it down, I thought to myself. Though, to be honest, I really, really hope she wanted to keep it. Ooh. Okay, so so we've always we we've all been there, and you're like, what's wrong with trying a banana in bed? <laughs> right? And all he gets a bunch of static, you know? Yeah, I mean, every, look, you, you every anything's worth trying at least once, and maybe this just isn't her thing, man. So he's I'm just saying. That, I'm just oh. saying, there's nothing weird about using a banana in bed. Right. No. And there's nothing about weird about having a television for a head. No. Uh, no. What if you what if you well what channel would you consider flipping to if you had woke channel? Well wow I'm having an episode. Sorry, I need to adjust my antenna. I have a TV for a head. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, I have a TV for a head. I just need you to smell David. Toast. David, raise raise both your arms. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh God, he's no, just like, David, that's not both your arms. That's just your right arm. You're having a stroke. <laughs> he's just like stroke channel. Would you stroke to stroke strokey stroke stroke? <laughs> I was gonna say, how could you inception this even more? Like, how could you do something weird? So, bring a banana in bed, have a TV for a head. Is there a way you could just find banana in bed? To? TV for a head. Banana. And put it on the TV. Hmm. Like find a, you know, find the banana phone video. Boop a doop a doop and have that playing while you're <laughs> messing around. But, but I do like the concept. As silly as the story is of, of hey, let's try this new thing in bed and then the girlfriend gets pissy about it. Right. I really I really do picture though, like she has like one of those old tube TVs for a head. Oh, of course. Like, it can't yeah. be, like, a, oh, like yeah. a nice flat LCD. It has to be, like, with the, with the, like, she has the antenna, like, the rabbit ears scrunchy, with the tinfoil yeah. scrunched at the ends. <laughs> no, maybe she has a super futuristic head, and it's, like, not even existence. It's just, like, a hollow screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a hollow maybe screen. Maybe she's just, floor. like, Daft Punk. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I just want to know one day what it's like. To be making love to a woman and look into her eyes and be watching the president's speech scene from Independence Day. (laughs) We will not go quietly into that night. Yeah. Oh, fuck no, we won't, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, whose turn is it? Uh, Alan. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I laid there wide awake. Uh, no, though, to she be did. honest, I really, really hoped she wanted to keep it, and then... Oh, uh, she did. Okay, cool. <laughs> the next night, Jess flipped straight to the recording. 
I honestly can't describe the experience. Maybe it's just narcissism, but there's something very arousing about watching you and your partner making love while making love. It's a cerebral arousal. I don't think I've ever felt that before, or felt it before. Also, everyone check out my new porn site, CerebralArousal.com. <laughs> normal um, cerebellums for normal people. One week later, she played another recording. This trend continued every time we had sex. I could uh, see layers and layers of us on screens. I swear I could still make us out on the smallest screen. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. So every time, so it becomes, you you see the act and the act and the act progressively getting, that's, that's kind of... And we can tell it's always missionary, if you can always see the screen. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good point. They never, they never thought to do it. They never thought to do it from any other direction. That would have thrown everything off. <laughs> it's only one direction. Get on all fours, sweetie. It won't, it won't be cool now, but tomorrow it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like David said, they're doing missionary every time. They, they're having a boring sex life, and she's getting mad at him for him trying to spice it up. There you go. Well, I guess I guess no, no, she came she around to it. it. This is this is the way. This makes the missionary so much more interesting. If you could just watch it happening over and over and over again, infinitely down that like shrinking corridor of vi- images. So we got page break. Is that what you call it, David? <laughs> the shrinking, <laughs> the shrinking corridor. corridor. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, she started out being pissed, but then well, she kind of thought about it. I guess probably was like, well. Well, do you think it got better every time and therefore lasted longer? So, like, it's like that thing where, like, um, fuck, what is it? You ever see those videos where it's, like, it's the theme to the Muppet Babies, but it's played over itself every two seconds from the beginning? Oh, God. And it creates this cacophony, and then slowly one ends, and then the next ends, and then the next ends? What if it's like that, but it gets since it gets longer and longer every time, you kind of watch it literally as a shrinking cord of like climax 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 slowly getting closer and closer to you i prefer to think that at the smallest level the smallest screen in the image is you know we're number one but every time they say one <laughs> you know, he, he thrusts i don't know you know whatever <laughs> yeah but anyway um, so this is, this is uh, i think this is me alan went that she did yeah, then it was you. Then it was somebody. I swear, and then it was don't, Kayla. Was... Oh, okay, so it's it's uh, it's Silver Dwarf's turn. Okay. Yeah, okay, so we rolled. We rolled off of each other. Oh, I'm representing him today. We rolled off <laughs> of each other, each of us very satisfied. Is that what this those... is how they roll? <laughs> oh, damn it. Those memes are dead. Alan! It's dead. <laughs> it's over. That one's okay. <laughs> That one was like episode 99. <laughs> no, the, the mandate is in. It's uh, that all Everything before that is out. Turkey vultures are in. Remember, I decreed this. Uh, that goes, you're, you're really forcing this turkey vulture meme. It's, that's, how, that's, how I, that's how I... That's how you roll? Oh, you, you wanna, David. Fuck! <laughs> you want to talk about recursion here? We've got ver- vultures circling the vulture <laughs> meme. <laughs> <laughs> well either way as i was dozing off i suddenly saw something flicker on the ceiling a brief flash of an image maybe i was just imagining it sounds like something david lynch would do hmm. imagine things 
Yeah. Fuck, yeah. A, fuck a woman with a TV for a head, probably. <laughs> yeah. If you put a blonde wig on it. <laughs> uh, Another never night. Brunette. Never brunette. Another night. It's happening so frequently now. It's so familiar, too. The new layers are starting to look old. Repeated. This is how we talk in the future. <laughs> Welcome to the future. What's your deal? You look kind of... <laughs> what's what's with that look on Welcome. your face? Come on. Welcome to the future, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Look, welcome to the future. I'm out of shape, <laughs> strong guy, or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, anyway, another night. Oh, that's what we just said. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I did today, or if I even woke up at all. I'm just here with Jess again. I tried talking to her. All I can hear was a mashup of all the previous recordings. This is escalating quickly. I'm with her every night, every moment. But I miss her. Oh, God, I miss her. What layer is this? And that's the story. Hmm. That is definitely so I, weird fiction. I picture David someday saying, you know, I tried talking to Kayla, but all I could hear was a mashup of all our previous recordings. <laughs> it's just all old memes and shit. I just picture, like... <laughs> Going up to Kayla, and then it's not even her voice, it's like someone else. I go like, hey Kayla, how are you? And she suddenly looks and goes, it's a beast version of our mascot! <laughs> oh god, angry dragon. <laughs> oh man. Well, it's even worse if like one of your voices comes out of her mouth. I'm just like, ah! Ugh. So like, are you, it, it, would it be weird to like, finish on a commercial? <laughs> Billy, Billy Mays here for Mighty Putty. (laughs) Uh, No, no, you're you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Not finish while a commercial is happening. Like, give a facial while there's a commercial going. Oh, like, specifically finish on it. Yes, finish on the commercial. I see. I guess it would depend what the commercial is. But you got to make sure you wipe it down, though, because it might make the TV malfunction. Right. This is true. So according to <laughs> according to the wiki history, this was initially submitted in 2012 by Sado Freedomist. I love, well, I love that it's under the categories of weird and television. Weird television. All right, so this was written by uh, a dude named Chiropto Necrolis. And the reason I know that is because I uh, saw it on a forum, you know, originally where he posted it. Okay. And then I, you know, when I was Googling it, that's where I found it. But Yeah, I want to give credit where credit's due, so that's good. Because I'm never entirely sure if where it's been posted on here is the original poster or if they just copied it from somewhere else. And it could be the same guy with two different usernames. Who the fuck knows? But, yeah. but I'm looking around on my comments and some people are confused and so am I, honestly. I'm not sure what... what happening at the ending i think you know and this is this again goes back to that thing of you know reader copus mentis or whatever the fuck david said yeah. um, <laughs> reader response theory thank you very much yeah yeah so i think it you know it goes back to that but my interpretation is the idea of uh he's like he's actually physically and psychologically disappeared into the fractals of you know the video of the you know playback and everything like he actually is in some other 
plane of existence, you know, like between all of the different recordings of himself and, you know, so on and so forth. So and, now, you know, it's, he, he, now okay. he is a YouTube poop, but <laughs> on RedTube. <laughs> RedTube poop. By the way, don't Google that. Don't Google that term. <laughs> Do not Google Red tube and poop. <laughs> we already had um, enough of that when uh, we read uh, Dead Palette's uh, Jeff the Killer story. So it's so upsetting. Let her rip. It's so upsetting when you're watching a uh, uh, what you think is normal, and then people start <laughs> shitting. <laughs> yes, that's that's what was so great about Two Girls One Cup. I was that about it was to like, bring that up. Is that it was so loving and just so delicate and tender in the music, and then it's just like. <laughs> well, have you guys ever heard of uh, Fat Life? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. I may or may not have been on that site, and if you think it's disturbing to come across pornography where that's happening, try looking at someone's social profile. And halfway through the pictures, they're just shitting themselves. <laughs> like, oh, no, I, uh, hello, actual real person that I've spoken to. Fuck. No, like, Renaissance Fair people uh, who I've worked with use that site a lot. Uh, and I, I casually browsed and was like, oh, well, conversation's going to be weird now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god well well i think i think we've already talked about this but i'm I, not sure I, how I, i'm gonna get i'm not sure how i'm gonna get my vacuum cleaner through customs you just have to build I, a new one when you get here I Guys, we got to immediately go to to walmart and buy a vacuum cleaner <laughs> well as long as you oh go ahead sorry how you doing out there, folks? This is my our friend Tommy. He's joining us for one show. Uh, he likes when people shit on him. Uh... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh... I can't unknow this, and now you can't. <laughs> you know, I, I on a on a more serious though. Though it, it's nice to read a couple short stories that I actually really I actually like both these stories. Um... Yeah, I, I like both of them. I kind of. Still don't know what the fuck's going on in this second one. Right. I don't, it's like I don't know, but I don't really care. It's just a weird story anyway, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that we have this concept that starts out weird, but you kind of get it, and then it gets even stranger with this just idea of kind of losing yourself in the music the moment you own it. <laughs> oh, well, that's, man. That's the thing. Is like I'm, I'm wondering if she's going out in public and she just has this channel going. That'd be interesting. Of the fractal porn. What if I, I just want to. people. Hey, David. Hmm? <laughs> You're the one trying to get us all on this meme reboot thing, and you just fucking quoted lyrics from "Lose Yourself." Ah, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm removing. I'm, yeah, I've decided I'm going to remove the van, the band, <laughs> but I'm also going to surreptitiously uh, insert turkey vultures into every episode from here on in. Just <laughs> you turkey on the sweater, ready? Do that. <laughs> <laughs> So can I bring up, um, is it appropriate for me to bring up the idea of keyhole fiction? Yes. Let's mm, talk yeah. about keyhole fiction for a second. Okay, here. so Dead Palette came up with the term Ashcan Horror, and I was like, fuck him, I want to come up with a term too. 
I actually did not come up with the term Ashcan whore. That was, I believe, Username who came up with that. Okay, so Username came up with the idea, and I was like, fuck Username. I want to make one, too. (laughs) So I I was thinking, you know, I don't think there's a term for stories like Fractal Vor that give you sort of like a keyhole view into like a different reality or a different world or a future. And, you know, as I said, like through a keyhole, you don't get the entire story. You know, you're just peeping in at something, you know, during a course of events. And so I just was thinking that might be kind of an interesting thing to explore is the idea of, you know, what if there was a, you know, sort of subgenre, you know, of stories that provide you with little to no explanation of how things got the way they are and just sort of, you know, take you through a brief, you know, look at that world, you know. The, yeah, you know, that's, her, that's her parents that's are into bod modding. That's that's it. They don't tell you what bod modding is. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. That's so, uh, kind of what I had on mind. Uh, if anyone cares to listen to my first horror story uh, called Black Label, mm-hmm. uh, I don't explain even a little bit of what's happening. It's <laughs> it's just a glimpse into uh, this strange scenario. Yeah. That uh, even our main character is accepted as like ho hum. This is what's happening. Right. Yeah, so I, I was thinking, you know, like, some essentially, like, quote-unquote rules, you know, for, like, what a keyhole fiction story would be. You know, very little to no explanation of what's going on, but also, you know, like, no real sense of, like, wonder or, you know, anything about, you know, from the perspective of the storyteller about what's going on. Like, you know, nothing like, well, if you can you believe can, it, you... they use shells as currency, you know, like, just, you know, you paid him three shells, boom, you're done, that's it, you know. Yeah, yeah just... there's there's there, there's no fish out of water. It's a fish right. out of water story without a fish out of water. Right. Right. And no, it, but it's, yeah, it's, so, it's, I don't know. Well, I just thought of an example of, uh, another example of that from uh, from your work, if I if I may. God damn it. Take a stab at it. Like, let me see if, mm. I, if I'm if i from right, if I go by that. Uh, what to do with human baby. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, that type of thing where it's like, it, you know, I know that probably nobody else has read that, but it's just, <laughs> it re- references, it's like a, a directional pamphlet or something about what, you know, a certain type of creature can do, you know, with a human baby. There's, there's, and there's, so there's, it doesn't explain anything else about it. It's just like, here are the things that you might want to do. <laughs> you know, you I mean, make at, it fly, at, you know, <laughs> whatever. At, at the end of the day, you can do the same thing with Red Sky at Night, really. Sort I mean, of. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a bigger story, but <laughs> I, I feel that there are aspects of it that are uh, unexplainable, but it's like they enter in another dimension, right? essentially. So they're they're on this ship, and there's a, there's a Midnight Mariner episode of that, but they're on a ship, and they're, and all these weird things happen, and I don't want to give spoilers, but there's the thing with the um, seagulls, and that's just kind of like unexplained, right. but you let it go because it makes horror sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, sort of, I guess you could say that there's like some setup in that, you know, saying, you know, that these people had gone on this cruise and, you know, this is why and so on and so forth, but other than well, that, that, there's basically that... no... <laughs> Yeah. No real explanation, but yeah. Uh, and that's that's something that I always found striking and weird, is that you have stories like that, and then you have very classical creepypasta kind of stuff, like Stranger Danger or Abandoned <laughs> by Disney kind of stuff, you know? Right. Well, it's just it's, random bullshit. Yeah. 
it's it's stuff that you feel like writing and it works out. That's how what it that time I, Somebody like talked about someone else's story. Okay. Like that time <laughs> that I wrote about a little boy shitting against a wall. There you go. <laughs> it it may not be keyhole fiction, maybe butthole fiction. I don't know. <laughs> well, like you know, ten I minutes. Like seeing... ten minutes ago, I drew a sword, and I've been waving it around through this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I legit I... have a sword. I have a sword out right now. I want to take it. <laughs> well, it's like I thought about it too, and I would. I've I've re- I've started to write little stories like that, but I've never like finished them. But this is uh, maybe I'll have to go back and take a look because that might be just a fun little exercise to do. Just write some keyhole, really short keyhole keyhole fiction. Well, you never know. Maybe it is finished. Maybe it's already finished. That's Maybe it's good... just done, and that's that's all there is to it. That's know. a good point. But... Butthole fiction know. is never done. There's always more coming. <laughs> uh, that said, uh, anyone want to give any any plugs before we wrap this up? Camp CampCadaver.com. Yep. Slime East made a vid game with the help of some cool people. Uh. And it's I don't play those kind of games, but I enjoy watching them. <laughs> Campcadaver.com is a social deduction game uh, where you get a role, and you have to figure out who the bad people are and who the good people are. That that that's it. So, sometimes you're the bad. That's people, my plug. Sometimes you're the good people. Sometimes you're the boogeyman. Yep. It's true. Uh, Skyrim for Switch. <laughs> play as Link. Uh, Ignis Pergamentum is my horror YouTube channel. Uh, Alan Chaney is my Patreon. Uh, Run the Jewels 3 is the album I'm currently listening to. Uh, I'm currently w- catching up on season 3 of Lucha Underground. Oh, all, yeah. those things, all those things are pretty worth checking out. So guys, I know he's not here, but Soberdorf, through through his his will of mind has brought back Zima. That's right. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Limited run, Zima. Sober Get it you, now. Sober you did it. You did it. Your dwarf powers kicked in. They made this happen. It was because like, it's, it's all that shit he did with Taboo. If you like the taste of citrus window cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so is is Sober Dwarf like the Rick Sanchez of reality, are his nine seasons over now, or did he did he get his Szechuan sauce, or like, is that his thing? I mean, he doesn't even drink, so this is a weird Szechuan sauce for him to choose. <laughs> he he needs to go out and buy Zima and just taste it to drink it. <laughs> Guys, if you go out and get some of the limited run Zima, uh, send us your Twitter pictures of you drinking the Zima. And tag us, and maybe, you know, get a movement going so the Zima will send us free shit. There you go. Zima will be forever associated with us and uh, warm ginger ale. This podcast is sponsored by Zima. Like, if there's any if there is any product I would whore myself out for, <laughs> I would... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to sell out to Big Zima. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. 
and here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.